True to You Radio. Energy. Exhilarating. Enthusiastic. Elevated. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, the place where we learn the art of being human. I'm your host, Katherine Erickson, and I've created this show to explore what it means to live authentically and dance with life. Heart dancing is really our true nature. It's where we are the happiest and most in tune with the universe. My guests have all transformed their lives, and now they want to share that wisdom with you one conversation at a time. You'll get to know the person behind the story of heartbreak or loss, their defining moment or inspiration, and how they continue to stay grounded and connected to their higher self. You know, we're all part of the same universe, but you may have forgotten that. Why not become a regular listener and learn the art of being human? When you subscribe to my email list, you'll receive a notice every time a new show is published. Just visit KatherineErickson.com, or you can go to iTunes or SoundCloud and subscribe to the RSS feed, and you'll never miss a conversation. And while you're there, would you mind giving us a rating? Thank you so much for supporting the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore what it means to live authentically, create deliberately, and dance with life. I'm your host, Katherine Erickson, and you can find out more about heart dancing at my website, katherineerickson.com. And today, we have a very special guest, Dixie Bennett. Hi, Dixie. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Hi, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, and you're all the way up in Calgary, Canada. Is that right? I am. Yes, I am. And don't you love the internet that you and I can talk in real time across thousands of miles? I so love it. I actually posted that this morning. I'm so grateful for connection in technology. Um, you know, even before our connection, I was on a Skype call with another good friend of mine having virtual tea in Chicago. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. So, you know, we just live in an amazing time in an amazing world. And I want my audience, the Heart Dancing audience, to get to know a little bit more about you. Can you tell them a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I, well, as we mentioned, I live in Calgary, Canada, and, uh, I own a healing practice here in Calgary called Stillpoint Bodyworks. Um, and my background is, you know, I worked in corporate oil and gas to start with in sales and marketing. And then I left and started building my healing practice here and then moved into coaching and a number of other different things. Okay, good. Well, we'll talk about each one of those in just a minute. Yeah. So how in the world did you transition from a corporate job to a healing practice? Well, in my early 20s, um, I had three near-death experiences between 19 and 26. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was an diff- interesting time in my life um, where, you know, just a lot of stuff was up and a lot of stuff was needed to be healed and looked at. And I, you know, was on 
quite an interesting healing journey. So basically the third near death experience was really um, just more illness. I, I had a, a blood clots in my legs and lungs. Um, that was a combination of things going on. So I, it was a birth control pill that I was taking at the time. So I had pretty much every side effect possible that went with it. And I nearly suffocated to death. Mm. And in that moment, uh, the doctors and nurses couldn't believe that I had survived it. And going through that, you know, it was a year of um, blood tests and monitoring um, dosages of uh, uh, a blood thinner that I was on at the time. And it was just a whole year of just really monitoring and, um, you know, just kind of going through the motions. But at the same time, I had a lot of lung damage. And so I had, you know, there really wasn't any support for that outside of myself and just challenging myself every single day to move more, get up, get going. And, um, and I, and I did a lot of it by myself. I was pretty much alone for pretty much most of it. I had some support, but at the same time, it was really up to me to get up every day and just to, to make it a goal as small as it seemed was just to get up and, and get in my car, get up and get outside or even just to get to the shower, you know, that was really the first, the first test. Um, Cause it took a lot out of me. Mm. So moving through those experiences, you obviously ex um, had your own healing journey to go through. Absolutely. And I tried every, I've tried multiple things, but really the key for me was cranial sacral therapy. I'm sorry, say that again. Cranial sacral therapy. Can you explain what that is? Uh, cranial sacral is basically working with the cerebral spinal fluid. Um, it cycles through the spine into the brain at, um, on average 10 to 12 cycles per minute. But with that, there's an ebb and flow and flexion and extension of the body tissue, bones, muscles, ligaments. Everything moves in harmony and flow. And when there's blockages in the tissue, it's, it will actually start to show up with, you know, a practitioner who has skilled hands and being able to tap into that. And mm. um, so that's the therapy that I had. I was introduced to by a colleague of mine in oil and gas. And I had so many amazing healing experiences through it. It completely changed my life. Well, when you say it's therapy, is it like hands-on therapy? I'm not. I'm not yeah, quite it's sure. It's a gentle, a gentle touch. So it's just um, very gent light touch therapy. That's basically it starts out with about five grams of pressure, and so it's helping the tissue to feel safe. It's not like massage. It's not like any other modality where you're forcing your body. You're, as the practitioner, you're not forcing your way in. Basically, what cranial is, it's supporting the tissue feeling into it. And when the body feels safe, it'll invite you to go in deeper to do more. Um, so it's just gentle palpations, feeling the tissue supporting it. And then the body, when it feels safe, will invite you to go in deeper. So you can actually do quite deep work without forcing your way in as the practitioner. And it sounds like it's a kind of a harmonizing uh, philosophy or technique where you're working synergistically with the body in order to help it heal. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And have you trained in that therapy, craniosacral therapy? Yeah, so that was kind of my transition from corporate into my practice. I knew that craniosacral was definitely something I wanted to do um, because I had such profound healing from it. And it was, um, you know, I had a great corporate career, but at the same time I was looking for, you know, I wasn't fully fulfilled. 
Mm-hmm. And when I was started looking around, I knew I wanted to have a healing center. And I just started looking at different modalities and what could I do and how could I create that. And cranial sacral was really one of the first ones that I, I went to. Um, and what other, I know you have a long list of uh, qualifications and training. Mm-hmm. What other uh, types of therapies did you become involved with or trained in? Well, I, I'm a certified Bowen therapy practitioner as well. And Bowen therapy is very different. as It uh, comes from Australia. And it's a rolling motion over the muscle, ligaments, and tissue. It's, again, it's a very it's a gentler therapy, um, but it's procedure and protocol-based. So basically, it's working with the nervous system and helping to bring it into harmony and balance as well through different – it's basically setting the body up um, for success and working with the nervous system. So it's taking the body out of that fight-or-flight mode and putting it into a deep parasympathetic state which is deep rest and so the body can actually start recreating neural pathways to help it get back on track Mm, that sounds fascinating so what kind of person would present to you and you would think oh they need bowen therapy um typically a, a, a a lot of muscular um type issues um i've worked with professional athletes, uh, sprinters, heavyweight lifters. So people t- tend to come in with, um, you know, presenting shoulder issues, um, sciatica issues, hamstring problems, foot, ankle. Um, you know, both therapies can work with pretty much everything and anything, but I tend to use a, a bit more of a combinational approach to it. So I look at what's presenting for the client, um, how acute it might be versus how chronic it is. Uh, and then I put together a program kind of more specific to that. Mm-hmm. So it's basically customized for what they're presenting at that time. Exactly. Yeah. I have, you know, it's interesting because some people come in, they, they're like, I've heard about cranial. I'd really like a cranial session. And, and really how I work is I take a health history intake. Uh, we look at everything as a whole. We look at the emotions. We look at the trauma, past trauma, pretty much everything that's happened in the past that brings them to this point where they're ready to work with me. And, you know, they may have tried many other therapies, but nothing has really helped. It's helped to a point, but not fully. Um, and they're still seeking for some further, some, something different. Um, and it's, you know, as I work with them, it, it, I give them, I see how well their body might absorb the work, and then I'll make a treatment plan specific to their needs. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that approach because it's very individual. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you, Dixie. Um, obviously, you work on the physical level of healing, but there's also an emotional component to your uh, healing practice, isn't there? Absolutely, and that and truly, that's my specialty. So, one of the techniques that I'm trained in it's it's listed on my website, but it's not really talked a lot about. It's called somato emotional release technique. And please tell us about that, because I did see that on your website, but I wanted to know more about it. Yeah, it's basically emotions get trapped in our tissue. I look at our human vessel, our human body, as kind of a filing system. And when we have trauma or experiences, such as a car accident, there could be abuse, physical, emotional, spiritual. Um, There can be, you know, trips and falls and bumps on the head and And we don't realize how much we actually hurt our body. And it's like every single time we come into contact with something, there's always an energy transference. Even if it's in our words, there's an energy around it. Um, And that 
that energy, if the body can't deal with it right away, it's actually going to file it in. So when we're working, you know, if we're, we show up in our world and, you know, there's something going on, but we're smiling, we're pretending to smile on the outside, we're actually putting a little bit more stress on that, on the, on the tissue, the musculoskeletal tissue, and trapping it in. So we're not actually moving through the emotion that we really need to in that moment. We start putting on masks. And the masks become more of the file system, is how I look at it. So everything starts to get filed away deeper and deeper and deeper into the body. It's like the skeletons in our closet. You know, we just keep piling and piling and piling. And then all of a sudden, one day, disease or um, major illness starts to manifest. And we just cannot hold anything in any longer. It needs to go somewhere. And really, the only way is to go out. Mm -hmm. um, so how does somato, is that how you say it? Yeah, somato emotional release technique. How does that release that energy or help the body release that energy? So basically, it might be a memory. It might be an experience physically. Um, and sometimes it's, it's just, a, and we call it an energy cyst. And it could be just trapped in the body. So there's not actually, there might not be blood flow going into that area. There might be... Um, uh, just, you know, some discomfort, some pain, and it's just, it's like no matter what you've done, it just doesn't actually go away. And so when we actually bring the emotion to it, or we actually look at what might be going on in the underlying, and just identifying it, I call it acknowledgement. So one of the key principles in healing is when we acknowledge, um, acknowledge something or acknowledge the pain, that's all it needs. And sometimes it has a message, or it might have a memory that's just been blocked in there, that creates an attachment. And it doesn't mean that the memory is lost. It just means that we start to look at the, the memory in a different way. Mm -hmm. And through that process, you work through or live through the pain and it's finally released from the tissues? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's really quite a profound experience. And that's really how a lot of my healing that happened because I had suffered a lot of trauma growing up. Um, on lots of different, lots of different levels, um, you know, emotional, physical, um, abuse in, in different experiences. And, you know, it just, it gets filed away to a point where you just can't deal with it anymore. And there's so much physical pain going on, but it's not, a, it's, um, science can't always explain exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And so when we kind of go under the hood and take a look at it, it's like a child, you know, when we have children and they cry, they just want to be acknowledged. Right. They just want to be picked up or taken care of. Or, you know, there's nothing better than the, the touch of a mother, right? Or a Band-Aid. A Band-Aid fixes everything when you're a child, <laughs> whether there's an actual boo-boo or not. And when we look at our, us as adults, we get to a point where even still we have that inner child or we have that, that part of ourselves that just really needs to be acknowledged. But if we keep ignoring it, then it's going to become more of a problem child. But if we actually just simply look at it and acknowledge it and identify the emotion that's going along with it, everything starts to shift and it shifts on a cellular level. It's really quite profound. That is such a beautiful way to explain that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, let's kind of shift focus a little bit. I know you have your practice in Calgary and I know you help a lot of people there, but uh, the people listening to the show are not in Calgary, Canada. Mm -hmm. So do you have some programs or coaching uh, thing um, practices that you can offer to the audience or, or point them in a direction where they may seek relief after hearing this show? 
Absolutely. Um, I actually, I do life coaching. I have a program called Living you know, from Head to Heart, How to Live an Abundant Life. And it's a combination of coaching. Um, and I've taken a lot of the principles from cranial sacral and other healing modalities. I'm also a Reiki master um, and teacher. And taken a lot of those principles and brought it into the element of coaching as well. So I can tap in, we can connect, we can look at lots of different things. I have clients actually currently throughout Texas, California, Colorado, um, Arizona, to Saskatchewan, to BC and Alberta, um, where I work with them over Skype. And we really, it's really quite profound. Um, just using some of these principles, it doesn't have to be hands-on so much anymore. It's, it's also about taking the principles and just asking those questions and going in and taking a deeper look around. Um, and when we can identify some of those things that's going on, it's really amazing. I have a client in Saskatchewan, actually, that I've been working with who had a lot of um, neuro, uh, neuro challenges, and she was being her body was actually electrocuting itself every time she moved or tried to walk and her pain scale was about a 14 out of 10 and now about six months later it's been a, a 0.5 out of 10 that's and, amazing yeah you know it's just it's so um it's brilliant to watch it's an amazing experience to have on both sides both as the practitioner and as the client and it works Right, and that's the exciting part, and you've gotten to see it work in people's lives. Absolutely. What is your uh, most uh, dramatic case or just most dramatic client? Is it this woman who had a pain, you know, off-the-chart pain? She's just one of them, really. I, I mean, I've worked with so many different clients. I've worked with cancer clients, um, and it's been beautiful, too. Lots of different types of cancer, and... You know, once you identify the root cause of the emotion, um, I've seen bodies just start tremoring in a way because it's like that filing system that's been trying to keep it safe is found out. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's just everything starts to come apart and unravel, but in a good way. It's like we're unwinding the body from so many different perspectives. And it doesn't have to be physical touch. But it can be just through dialogue and conversation, and, and that's really a lot of somato-emotional release technique. It's, it's having dialogue with the tissue. And that's a new concept to me, having mm -hmm. dialogue with the tissue. Mm -hmm. So do you use meditation? Do you use some kind of visualization to do that? I mean, if I yeah. came to you and said, I want a somato session with you, Dixie, over Skype, I mean, how would you do that? Um, well... Sometimes it's just, it's just, uh, so if you had any pain, do you have any pain currently right now? Um, let's just say in my knee. I'll just okay. throw that out. So if you have pain in your knee right now, tell me if you just, just sit for it with it for a moment and just tune into it. Okay. And tell me what, what do you see when you think of that pain in your knee? Just in your mind's eye. Mm. Um, kind of an orange red over that area and it's only when I move a certain way or um, try to run <laughs> hmm, Okay. and how long has that pain been with you it's on and off uh, one of those things that you know as you get older and reach a certain age I just start feeling stiff all over but it seems to center in my left knee okay 
So that pain that's centered in your left knee, that's kind of orangey circular, you said, right? Yes. Yeah. So just, just hang out with it for a moment and just simply, just we're just acknowledging it. We're just looking at it. And that pain in your knee, does it have a purpose? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. The first thought was telling me to slow down. Okay. So you're probably a, a pretty busy lady. I tend around. to, yeah, I tend to run to one thing to another and, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was just asking you to slow down a little bit, maybe. Maybe, yeah. But just tuning into it a little bit more. So it's asking you, first thing that came to mind is asking you to slow down. And does that pain actually need to be there? Well, I've attributed to just getting older. Right. So that's the purpose I've given it. Okay. And I've never really thought if there's any other purpose. Right. So you've given the purpose. Yes. And said, okay, it's because I'm getting older that this pain is there. Yes. And why do you feel you need to have that pain to remind you that mm. you're getting older? Hmm. I don't know. I never thought of it that way. That's a good one. So stay with it. Has the color changed at all? Is it the same? Is it different? Um, actually, it's yellow. Okay. So just by acknowledging it, I guess the color changes? It might. Some people get color. Some people get an actual physical. It might be more like a circle or a square, or it might be metal, it might be, it could, everybody has a very different experience. So mm. this is your experience. But the key thing is that it changed. Yes, it did. And even that pain in your knee, is it the same or is it different? Well, it's not bothering me right now sitting down. That's when I okay. stand up. Are you in a position you could stand up? Uh-huh. Yeah, so stand up and just notice. Okay. And it's, you know, not as front and center as it usually is. Mm -hmm. So even just in that, noticing, again, it's change. It's not as front and center as it, as it usually is. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's a celebration. It is. So obviously there's more to, I mean, there, we could delve into this quite a bit more, um, but those are just, I mean, that's just a very quick, high-level, easy direction. <laughs> yes, and I thank you so much because that was just a gentle inquiry. Mm -hmm. And I know my audience is going to appreciate that approach because I'm sure you found out working with people, um, something that seems very innocent on the surface could be hiding something pretty deep. Absolutely. And that's the power of the work, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it is is just it's life changing for so many of my clients. You know, you ask me a question like what's one of the most dramatic cases? Um really there's been a lot of dramatic cases that pe where people have literally shifted um, to going from extreme excruciating pain that is debilitating to 
um, you know, completely shifting their life, completely. And there's case after case after case that I've that I've done. Um, and, you, and it really is depending on the person. Like you have to be ready for this work as well. Right. And not ready to shift. And and just you know to touch on one thing, a lot of people are married to their pain. And if you're claiming your pain is my cancer or my MS or my, you know, broken arm or my, if it's yours, then you're not ready to shift it yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you're claiming it as yours. But if you're ready to not claim it as yours, then so much more deeper and profound healing can actually shift even just in that statement alone. Well, and I can see that because if I'm claiming this knee pain is getting a sign of getting older, then it's going to be there reminding me as a sign of getting older. Right. So wouldn't it be amazing to age in grace? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and my body works with me. <laughs> yes, I love and my it. My body flows and comes with me. <laughs> I love it. I'm writing this down. <laughs> so that is so profound. Thank you, Dixie. You're so welcome. I appreciate that. See, this is why I do this show. I get to meet fascinating people. I get to have the benefit of being coached (laughs) and introduce you to um, more people out in the world. So thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Can you tell people where to find you on the internet? Yeah. Um, You can follow. Well, you can follow me on Facebook, um, Dixie Bennett. You can also connect with me on stillpointbodyworks.ca, and that's stillpointbodyworks.ca. Um, I am on Twitter as well at Dixie. I am Dixie Bennett, and um, yeah, it's probably the the key ones for sure. Okay, well, good. Well, I will put all of those in the show notes to be sure people can find you. And I do so appreciate you spending time with us and explaining a little bit about yourself, how you got there, uh, and sharing how you help other people. That's, that's the most amazing part. Mm-hmm. Thank it's, you. I'm, I really am honored and blessed to be on this journey. Yes. It's been absolutely amazing. And I know the people that you've touched already sing your praises because to be released from chronic pain is I'm sure um, life-changing. Oh, absolutely. And, I, and that's the key. I was one of those people. I know what it feels like to be trapped in a body that's not working. Right. And right. I'm pain-free. I've been pain-free for years. And it's amazing to not have to, you know, disappear um, and make excuses of why you can't go to things, you know. And it's not fun when you're when you're in pain because you look fine from the outside, but on the inside, it's, it's a mess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's really aligning, you know, your internal world, whatever is uh, showing up in your body tissues, aligning that. So it, it all flows and uh, you experience wholeness and healing. Awesome. Yeah. Wholeness is, is the key. And here's the piece is, you know, I call them healing fragments. Uh, we all have fragments. We've fragmented ourselves so that we can operate. It's almost like a phantom limb. You know, we keep cutting parts of ourselves off that we don't want to associate with. We don't want to align with. And yet those are the key pieces that we need, that we need to love the most. And when we can, then we can come back into wholeness. So it's loving our body even when it's in pain. It's loving all those parts of ourselves that doesn't seem to be working as effectively. It's, it's about um, 
you know, just really honoring all those parts. It's like, again, putting the bandaid on the boo-boo. Really, just when we acknowledge it, then we can shift it, and then we can bring it into room. Mm-hmm. That was so well said, and that is such a great parting thought. So thank you, Dixie, for sharing your wisdom and insight and, and your journey with us. This has been really, really exciting for me. I'm going to go and research more on the Somata healing. Well, I'm excited that you are open to trying that. And thank you so much for having me on your show. Okay, great. Thank you again. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Check us out at katherineerickson.com. And please also look at Dixie Bennett, either on Facebook, Twitter, or her website, Steel pointhealing.com excuse me dot ca still point body works still point body works okay i knew i got that wrong thank you still point body and hopefully you found some uh new insight and and wisdom listening to the show and i wish you the best day of your life be well thank you for joining us on the heart dancing radio show My hope is that you discovered at least one nugget of information you can take with you into your life that will remind you that we are here to dance. Please share this show with your friends and family so we can raise the vibration of the entire planet. When you do that, you are truly part of the Heart Dancing Tribe, where we allow love to lead us home. Heart Dancing. It's the only way to live.